So a few years back, I had a very humbling experience with hair loss and hair damage. My hair wouldn't grow. It was extremely overprocessed. And anytime I went into the hair salon, the hairstylist would be so upset with the condition of my hair. Flash forward to 2024, my hair is the longest it's been since high school. It's silky, it's healthy, and now anytime I go to the salon, I get complimented on how nourished my hair looks. I had tried everything in the book, but the only thing that has ever worked for me is Bell Bell hair supplements. I have been taking it daily for years. It was developed by a Harvard scientist and truly drives results, which is why I am so excited to be partnered with them and give you a 10% off code to get a discount on their products. They have a women's line, a prenatal line, a senior's line, and even a men's line. I just got my stepdad on it and I'm really excited to see his results. It takes about two months to start seeing results. So I always recommend people to get the subscription because consistency is key. You can use code Veronica 10 at checkout for 10% off your order. That's code Veronica 10, V-E-R-O-N-I-C-A 10 at checkout. I will put a link in the show notes. So all you have to do is add your items at checkout and input code Veronica 10, V-E-R-O-N-I-C-A 10 for the sexiest and healthiest hair ever. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Martinis and Bikinis. I am your hostess, Veronica Julia, and today we have a super special guest. She is an icon. She's so chic. She basically invented the mob wife era, which is why we had to wear big ass fur coats and drink espresso martinis with tequila on the show today. It was actually my first espresso martini with tequila and it's absolutely incredible. Say hello to the mob wife herself, Brittany Williams. Brittany is an influencer based in New York City and has been popping off lately, whether that's going to New York Fashion Week, the newest and hottest club openings, trying out all the best cafes in town, and she actually has the craziest dating life, which is why I had to bring her on the show to spill all of the tea. We actually met at a health and wellness retreat in Mexico a few years back, her little babies, so cutie pie, and recently reunited because we were both new to the city, and we really bonded because we had both been in these long-term relationships and are essentially navigating the dating scene together here in New York, and it's been a wild ride. Brittany was previously in a very, very, very public relationship and underwent a public breakup and has truly blossomed into this new chapter of life and is just leveling up into this next level version of herself. And I am so incredibly proud of her for opening up on the show. We talk about being from a small town, how she stays grounded amidst the chaos, wild dating stories, her New York Fashion Week recap, and so much more. So without further ado... My little teenies, please welcome Brittany Williams to Martinis and Bikinis. Hello, hello, and welcome to Martinis and Bikinis, the podcast for everything under the sun. I am your hostess, Veronica Julia, and I am here to help you navigate your 20s through all things lifestyle, beauty, and fashion. So if you're ready, let's dive into today's episode. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, Remy. This is good. I got it from the Penrose. Oh my God, yum. It's on the Upper Side. I ran in there and I said, I have two espresso martinis with tequila. And then I just poured them into my Stanley cup. (laughs) That's iconic. The guy was like, what? the actual fuck are you doing he, did he look at you crazy yeah oh my god and i just ran out in this coat <laughs> i always love tequila 
Well, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. I feel like we have been wanting to do this for so long, and here we are. For so long. I'm so happy it worked out. I know. It's so cutie pie. It's so cutie pie. So I feel like we've had a really funny story, like we evolution have. of friendship, because we met in Mexico. How long ago was that? Like It was pre-COVID, so 2019, or or it was 2020. That's crazy. It was like the month before COVID broke out. Yeah. So like four years ago. Yeah. And then we reconnected because I just moved to New York and then you were moving here. We got lunch. We had a little girly lunch. It was such a good lunch. Yeah. And Avra. Yeah. Avra. 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 Yeah. <laughs> like the prefi or how do you say that? The pricks. I'll let pre-fee. you. I'll let you <laughs> handle that one. I don't know. <laughs> I always say prefix. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. Okay. But yeah, we had a lovely lunch and then we were just like talking about dating and how we had like been in these long-term relationships and then how we were kind of just living in New York and navigating that whole scene. And it was lovely. And it was funny so much has blossomed. Yeah. And I feel like we were kind of going through the same thing at the same time. Yeah. So that was nice to have a familiar face for me and then... I feel like right now going, I mean, we can go into this later, but like a lot of people our age are in long-term relationships oh, yeah. or married or whatever it is. So it was like so refreshing, at least for me to know you're kind of going through the same thing Absolutely. I am. Well, also we're both from small towns and I think it's way more prevalent to have friends that are married and just kind of wifed up, maybe even kids along the way yep. <laughs> at this time in our life because yes. of our roots. So I would love for you to share like where you're from, maybe some things that people wouldn't know about you, okay. all the tea. Okay, yeah. And so our mob wife attire. The mob wife That's attire. That's like your aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> I do love a good fur coat. That's for sure. Even before this mob wife thing started, I always warned You started her. it. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, we'll, we'll say that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Everybody was influenced by you. Oh my gosh. You're so cute. But I am from a very small town in California. It's called Fresno. It's Central California. I would say it's like halfway point between LA and San Francisco and literally the middle of nowhere, all agriculture. I mean, when I say there's really nothing to do other than play sports and be with your friends and family, that's truly all that there is. So where I come from is really, really special to me. And I I'm very connected to my hometown still. Yeah, as as we go on into the podcast, I'm sure this will come out eventually, but I did not live in my hometown for the last nine years. So I had a really big change of life happen last year and I got to live in my hometown again for about like three, three to five months. And it was such a special time for me to be home and around the people that, I've grown up with going back to like how it is an agricultural based town. That is something that's near and dear to my heart. I did study agriculture in college. No way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so like a lot of my friends are still farming or in the farming industry of some sort. So a lot of people stay there. No one really leaves. Mm -hmm. So that's why a lot of my friends still live there, which is 
really cool. <laughs> so what were you studying in like the agriculture realm? So I did agriculture business. That was my major. And then I kind of branched off and went into the wine industry. Oh, yes. um, my college offered wine courses, like winemaking, like vineyard classes and or it's called viticulture. So that's what I did. And yeah, I, I've worked for a couple wineries over the years so that's something really that's special. Really cool. I didn't know that about you. Did you not? No, you okay. never told me about that. I yes. knew you were like really into wine. Yes. But that is so cool. Yeah. I, I could totally see you like owning a vineyard one day. That and is just the goal. Overseeing the vineyard and <laughs> just drinking wine. I would love crushing that. grapes. Absolutely. <laughs> that's the goal. In your fur coat. I would love that. That, is, ex- in the that fur- is exactly in the my vibe. I love that. Um so yeah, that that's actually my goal one day. I do want to do that. Yeah. So I feel like we'll see. You are a very grounded person. I always tell you this, but I think just you were in the public eye and still are. And I think it's really hard sometimes to meet people that are that are just like so in tune with their roots and grounded and harboring like relationships that you've had your whole life. Thank you. So So I think it's like really special to like just see you living your life and just including all of your friends that have been there forever. I just think it's like super special and it just speaks louder than words, the type of person that you are. So I would love to know like how you remain grounded and how you separate this like public image from like your personal life. Yeah, that's a really, really great question. I I would say that for me, it has so much to do with about where I'm from and how I was raised. My parents are so near and dear to me and they are the most grounded people, yet the most fun people you've ever met in your life. So I would give them all that credit and just the way I was raised. And I I grew up going to church. So my faith is really special to me as well. And I would give all the credit to that and in all honesty, because that's what keeps me grounded, just knowing that God is everything. So everything else is temporary. But I would piggyback off of that and say that I also don't think God puts you in places without a reason. And so I've been able to navigate a lot of things I've been through because of my faith and just like knowing he put me in this specific situation for a reason and I don't take that lightly so I make sure that I use whatever situation he has me in to spread joy or spread kindness or just like be that person that checks in on somebody or whatever it may be and yeah you can be in you can be the most famous person in the world or you could be someone from a really small town but no matter what, like the way you treat people is how people will remember you. And like, that's truly all that matters. Absolutely. In life. So Absolutely. I try. <laughs> yeah. I think like your presence leaves just this mark on people. And I think this is something I haven't really talked about on here, but I also am like really in tune with my faith oh, and I, I do my Jesus calling every day. That's and that's just like best. a part of my ritual. I think everybody has their the own best. practice. Absolutely. But it's funny that you say that that's what keeps you grounded because today the Jesus calling was talking about how when you're overthinking or you're anxious or you're just like living in this future oriented space or even like looking back on the past, you need to like yeah. be more yeah. aware of like how God is yeah in your presence and you know this light is surrounding you and it truly is so anxiety relieving and i think that that is like so special your 
anxiety and stress onto that and just like be like, all right, he wouldn't put me in this situation if I couldn't handle it. Mm -hmm. Like that is what I remind myself every day. So that's awesome. I yeah. actually missed my Jesus calling this morning. I, I miss it I all the time. To, I try to do it every morning, <laughs> but it's hard. <laughs> well, I feel like routine. It's just like something that, again, keeps us grounded. Keeps but it. also you, you, you're not going to do those things every day. You're going to forget or yeah. life's going to get in the way. But as long as you go back to that and Absolutely. just remember, yeah. I think that's the best thing you can do. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I love, <laughs> I that. love that book. If you don't have it, you should try that. Try that out. It's a good little devotional every day. It is. It is. It just feels, it, it's so weird because I feel like every single time I read it, it relates so much to whatever I'm going through. Every time. Yeah. Every time I open it, I'm like, well, this is the reason I'm reading this today. Right. God knew I needed this one today. Exactly. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. I love that you read that too. Yeah. So growing up in a small town, I don't know if you can just agree with this, but I know we're drinking espresso martinis, but I feel like I had like a really chaotic high school experience. Did you have that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. I had such a chaotic experience. I feel like I was, I feel like my high school was the high school they made the movies about. Like Project X. Yes. I wouldn't say that, that crazy, but yes. Like I feel like we had the typical like high school football team and cheerleader vibe and like the parties afterwards and all that stuff. But for the most part, I, I feel like I was the craziest out of my friends. Like I've always been so social. Mm -hmm. So I was the girl that was at all the other high school events. We have like five other high schools that were our rivals. So our school district was really big. So I would bounce around from like all the high schools and I knew everybody and I loved getting everyone together and going to the Clovis West parties <laughs> and the Clovis High parties. And I went to Clovis North. So it was just fun. I was always the one that like brought everyone together. I feel yeah, like you were the ringleader. Kind of. Might have gotten some people in trouble. It's okay. I did too. <laughs> I did too. I think that is so character developing though. It is. Because yeah. I think once you get older, you're just like, you know how to handle yeah. your shit. Totally. <laughs> I Once I got to college, I was the calmest one out of all my friends. Yeah. And I, that was definitely due to the fact I was crazier in high school. <laughs> right. I feel like the people that were like super innocent and yeah. a little sheltered, Always. those people ended up being absolutely yes. bonkers. Yes. And I don't know about you, but like our, our town was so small that all of our moms knew each other. Right. All of our grandparents knew each other. So if you did something wrong or something happened, you would you'd be hearing from your grandma or you'd be hearing from your mom the next day about something that happened. So yeah, you could, yeah, we were under a small watch. That's for sure. <laughs> small umbrella. Yeah. Well, I feel like social media also was really developing whenever we it were in was. high school. Did yeah, you have a Tumblr? Really, I did have a Tumblr, <laughs> but I wasn't that big into it for whatever reason. I remember Instagram like just became popular. My junior year of high school Thank God, because I would have <laughs> probably posted some really dumb things in high school. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, my high school had all of the bad stuff, form spring. Oh, and then form spring. It was so yeah. toxic. <sighs> For whatever reason, I was always the one that got asked all these crazy questions. And I feel like... Okay, this is a backstory, but I actually transferred my freshman year of high school to a different high school. So I went from first grade to eighth grade with the same group of people. And then I transferred my freshman year to a new school without having a single friend. I knew of people, but 
like that is crazy to me that I did that by the way I was (laughs) so just brave I didn't I didn't care what other people thought I just did it because I wanted to go to a new school my parents like did everything they could to get me transferred because I just didn't like my other school anymore right and so I just showed up to this new school and I was the new girl and no one liked me (laughs) so yeah I feel like that actually built so much of who I am today like character development right I feel like that I can credit that for a lot of who I am today. Right. It's transferring. That was hard. Yeah. I mean, putting yourself in a new environment and opening up a new chapter is always difficult. And I think obviously this new age of social media and you're an influencer Mm -hmm. and going to all these events and posting. Do you feel like that like same just core recognition of not really caring what people think is still a part of you? Absolutely. I actually was thinking about this really hard the last few days because I did move to New York Mm -hmm. by myself. I have friends here, obviously, but I don't don't have a roommate. I'm living alone. My friends from home think I'm crazy. They're like, we don't understand how you can just do this. Like, we're so proud of you, you know, but it's not for the week. That's for sure. And I, I was reflecting this morning about all of it. And it actually led me back to that specific situation. And just like, being able to walk into a place yeah you know people but you don't have this safe group of friends or people around you to make you feel extra safe but like going in there owning it there I don't know there's something to be said about that and I feel like that is how I feel right now in Mm -hmm. New York is that new girl coming in no one's really sure of me yet I don't know maybe they are but you just feel kind of out of place for a while, but then you always find your people and you find what's important to you. And yeah, you continue surrounding yourself with the people that bring out the best side of you, right. but it's hard to find that sometimes. Absolutely. So. I feel like you're doing it all. And there's so many opportunities here <laughs> for you. So and I feel like you're just thriving. Thank you. I saw that you did New York Fashion Week. I did. And then you went to the opening of that Silencio place. I, I have been seeing that all over social media yeah. and it looks incredible. That's actually a Fresno tie. No way. Yes. It's funny because again, yeah, going back to my hometown. Isn't it of- from France? Yeah, so Silencio is from France, yes. But the reason I was there was a tie that I have from Fresno. So one of my really good friends, Tyler is his name actually, Tyler and his boyfriend Harry, they designed the Silencio Club. Stop, yeah. It's beautiful. So that they're called Crosby Studios. They design oh, yeah. quite a bit of stuff. And yeah. Tyler, we grew up together in Fresno. Slay Tyler. Yeah, Slay Tyler. <laughs> So him and his boyfriend, Harry, they're they're awesome. Oh, that's amazing. That's why I went. But that club is awesome. You guys should check it out. It's yeah. it's pretty cool. And how was New York Fashion Week? You New looked absolutely fabulous. So fun. Yeah, I'm still tired, I would have to say. <laughs> but it was absolutely amazing. Definitely those pinch me moments where you're like, how did I get here? And just looking around and being thankful. And yeah, a lot of reflecting this week for me because there was a few shows I was invited to that have been brands that I've loved forever. Mm -hmm. So it was just really cool. It was a full circle moment for me. It's like so amazing getting to see Broadway shows. I think it's so surreal. So surreal. How did... So surreal. Like what was your favorite one that you attended? Definitely Retrofit. I love them. Oh my gosh. I mean, they just come out with some amazing pieces. I actually just screenshotted. They have this like bodysuit with this mesh like skirt this maxi skirt i screenshotted it literally like an hour before we came here it's iconic 
It's so cool. It's so cool. The, all the embellishments and everything is so detailed. And then seeing it in person, being able to see what's coming for fall, that was a full circle moment. I've always been into fashion. And I mean, to be honest with you, that is like one of my favorite brands ever. Same. So just being there was unreal. Oh, you I looked know. incredible. It looked Thank incredible. You. I actually wear retro fret for every single runway that I do. No way. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever I like saw everybody at that show, I was like, that looks absolutely incredible. It was so cool. And then was that the Plaza too? Oh my the gosh. Plaza I didn't hotel realize. is my favorite hotel ever. Oh my gosh. We have to go do high tea. We absolutely should. <laughs> that is my favorite hotel ever. It's so cool. It's my Roman empire. Yeah. It's like just a very New York moment. It is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, two sleighs in a night. <laughs> You're just slaying all over the place. <laughs> well, speaking of your transition to New York and starting this new chapter, I know that I mentioned this earlier, but you were in a long-term relationship that yes. was like in the public eye mm-hmm. and like, you know, obviously just very, I'm sure emotionally heavy. Mm-hmm. How do you feel transitioning from that into dating now? <laughs> <laughs> that is the question because you guys were together for a really long time very long time yeah. I was with my ex-boyfriend for on and off like 10 years I would say so coming into the dating world was very 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 difficult for me at first because I'm just like I never thought I'd be here again <laughs> but here I am I'm I'm very happy now the dating life in New York is absolutely <laughs> crazy, but it's so much fun. So entertaining. It's so entertaining. I'm just having, like, I don't even, I, I'm giddy right now just like talking about it because it's so fun. You're having your sex in the city moment. I'm having the sex in the city moment. But also, I feel like you are just like getting suitors left and right and <laughs> you don't even know what to do with yourself. I don't even know what to do with myself. <laughs> it's, it is crazy out here on yeah. these streets. I'll just say that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, you, it's hard, but it's beautiful because it makes you realize everything that you want and it makes you not settle for anything other than that. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's been the most fun and exciting experience, but also the most, I've learned so much about myself. Absolutely. I've I've learned what I like and don't like, and I'm not going to entertain anything other than someone that I think is actually meant for me or whatever it is. I mean, don't get me wrong. At first, I was kind of just like saying yes to whatever I could at first. But um, I think after a while, you're just like, okay, dating is not always fun and games. Like I've, I just had to take a step back and be like, all right, I need to like learn and grow on my own mm-hmm. and figure out what it is that makes me happy. Right. And once you do that, then people just start flocking to you because they can feel the confidence and that just radiates through friendships and family. And sure. Yeah. It attracts the right people to you. I agree. I don't know if you can relate to this, but I feel like New York is very addicting. And whenever I go home, it's very isolating and I almost feel like you are forced to like really think inwards. Yeah. So do you feel like your time at home made, like made you do that? Yeah. Oh yeah. I was going stir crazy because yeah. I was living at home. Um, like I said, for about, I think it was more like five to six months mm-hmm. and I was traveling to New York every other week mm-hmm. for <laughs> those, t- for that time. Um, and you know, I was traveling to other places as well, but 
whenever I was home, I just, yeah, I couldn't handle like sitting there just reflecting on everything so intently. And then once I was here, I just felt alive. So I kept, I was addicted. Yeah. To your point, I kept coming back and I was addicted to the feeling when I'm here. I'm so motivated and just, I want to work so hard when I'm here right? and it gives you that opportunity to, cause honestly we know New York will swallow you up if you don't work hard. So Absolutely. you have to really grind when you're here, Yeah, which is something I've never got to experience for myself because I went straight into a relationship after college and never really got the chance to branch out on my own and like be in a big city by myself. So this is my first time doing that. It's really exciting. Yeah. Do you feel like you've kind of just blossomed into this new version of yourself, like this new yes. person? You know what's so funny? Summer. Hey, Summer, if you're listening. Oh, yes. Um, we went to Camp Conscious so with her as well, yes. by the way. It's like one of like your really good friends. She's it's so funny because she was in best. D.C. for a bit. And I know. You guys missed her. I know. We, we missed each other. And it's funny because now you're yeah. in New York. So whenever she comes to visit, we all have to hang out. Absolutely. But the reason I brought her up was me and her. She's my friend that I always reflect with everything or reflect about everything with. Mm -hmm. And today she texted me and said, you just seem so comfortable in your own skin. And I've had so many close people to me say that to me recently. And I don't think you realize it until other people are telling you. Right. So especially people that really matter to you. And so... It's funny. I've I've just never felt more myself and more content. Um, so that is, I think, the biggest blessing in all of this is you really just the hard things make you and force you to look in the mirror and be like, what really is it that makes you you? Yeah, I think it's so validating to hear that from people that know you like the back Absolutely. of your hand, because yeah. If it's like an acquaintance or like yeah. some random bystander telling you that, you know, yeah, it's it obviously matter, sweet yeah. and it's just a very kind gesture. Mm -hmm. But hearing that from somebody that has known you throughout it all say that Absolutely. is so incredibly validating and probably just increases that confidence it for you. It does. Yeah. It, it, again, like I've just been in a really big reflecting period right now. So hearing that is just amazing yeah. it makes me feel I'm really so good of you. <laughs> thank you you're thank just lying you. all over the place <laughs> oh my gosh no it thank really you. like I can see it in your face like you're glowing oh. you're so smiley like I can just tell that you're in love with your life and thank I think you whenever so you're in love with life life loves you back it does and I think you have it all does. these incredible opportunities just thank like so lining much. up thank you so much yeah I really sorry I really feel like you have to take that risk in life in order to get the reward. So mm -hmm. for me, taking this huge leap, coming to New York, because genuinely I didn't know what was going to happen when I got here. Right. And once I got here, it's been really good to me. And so we can quote Frank Sinatra. If you yeah, can make it that. there, <laughs> you'll make it anywhere. It's New so York, true. New York, baby. That's one of my favorite songs ever, but it's true. I agree. I agree. And I think before I moved here, so many people were instilling these stereotypes into my head about yes. how everybody's really fucking mean yeah. and it's really cutthroat and yeah. it's really hard to make it and find friends and connections. And it has been the total opposite of that. Yeah. Total opposite. It's so funny. My mom came came to help me move in and 
again, we're from a really small town. Like my grandparents never moved away. Also, your mom is adorable. Oh, I ran into you. On, I ran into ever. your whole family on the street. I know <laughs> that was so funny. She's so precious. And then I she saw her on TikTok because one of those. My mom went viral on TikTok, by the way. <laughs> Like two million views. I'm like, girl, she was we, need, we need to get you a TikTok. I know she needs a TikTok. <laughs> she needs to do get ready She's, with me. She really should. She should. I'm gonna make her do that because I'm actually going to see her next week. Y'all so. should do them together. Oh my gosh, yes, we'll do this. I'm gonna do this and tag you in it. Oh my gosh, please do. <laughs> I would love to see that. She'll love it. But, but um, God, what was I saying? I don't know. I lost my train of thought too. <laughs> oh, um, oh, oh I was saying. I know what I was saying. My mom was helping me move in. And she said the same thing because everyone tells you, oh my gosh, why is Brittany moving to New York? Like my grandparents were freaked out that I was moving here and they're like getting in my mom's head. So when we were here, my mom's just like, are you sure you're making the right choice? But we're, we're out and about every day. And my mom's like, I've never met people that are nicer. People are so nice. They care about you. You know, obviously you're going to get your occasional asshole, asshole but um, <laughs> yeah, like if you're, if you fall on the street, there's going to be 20 people that run up and try to help you up. So it has a bad stereotype. That's for sure. I've actually had someone say to me recently too. Oh yeah. You're definitely not from New York. You're too nice. I'm like, what? I feel like everyone's It's usually nice like here. people that aren't from here. That's exactly. That One time an Australian man told me that. And I was like, you're not like, from here. You're not <laughs> from, from here. this country. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's definitely a bad um, stereotype. I agree. I met the friendliest people. I made the most genuine yeah. connections in a very short amount of time, honestly. Yeah. Because I think everybody's just like surviving here. They are. It's like the 2% of people that Absolutely. are just trying to do something with their lives. Yeah. Obviously, everybody yeah. everywhere is trying to do something with their life, hopefully. Yeah. But I feel like here, it's a different level. It's a different level. Yeah. Because it's a grind. You walk out your door in the morning and there's a million things that can go wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Has anything like specifically gone wrong for you recently? I have these moments all the time. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I feel like it happens often for sure. It's like you get somewhere and you're like, God, I forgot my freaking phone charger. Your phone's on 5%. So you have to go into a bar or something and be like, Hey, can you put my phone on the charger, please? Or, you know, you just have to get used to making sure you have all your essentials with you. Cause usually once you leave your door in the morning, you're not coming back until 8 PM. Maybe nobody talks about the bag. bag. You have to pack a large, like (laughs) human size bag. Every single time you leave your house in New (laughs) York bag we had last time we were together. Oh my my God. My huge Anine bang. Yes. Oh my God. That poor thing. So much into her poor bag. It is crumbling. (laughs) Coats. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's like my Mary Poppins bag. so cute. But I, I don't it. know if you can agree, but every time I leave the house, I don't know what neighborhood I'm going to. No. I don't know how far it's going to take me to get home no. if I need to go home. So I just pack everything in this yeah. like basically small luggage. Yeah, and that's <laughs> something I've had to learn too with like fashion. When you're leaving in the morning, you want to make sure that it's transitional. You can't wear yeah. the same thing. You know, you have to wear something that goes for morning to night because you just don't know when you're coming home. Right. And then you need to pack a little makeup in there just in case you get greasy. Yeah. And then if you do go work out, that's a whole nother problem you have. Oh, absolutely. The amount of times I've gotten ready in an Equinox without (laughs) even working out there. I'll be downtown and I'm like, I need to shower, do my hair, do my makeup. I will go into an Equinox, do my makeup, come out in full glam and everybody Uh is just staring at me. They're like, pop off, sis. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, I think that there's like so many little quirks of like living in New York. Oh my gosh. And I... 
I've been so loving many. your coffee series. You're like the yes. coffee queen. That's why we're having these beautiful yes. espresso Cheers martinis. Again. Cheers. I am the coffee queen. I <laughs> am obsessed with coffee. If you guys don't know that already, I am on a mission to try every coffee shop I can in New York City, which is probably going to be impossible, but I am on a mission to find the best cup of coffee. So if anyone has any recommendations, please let Veronica know. Yes, let us know. Um, <laughs> what was your favorite recently? I know we did the San Ambrose mm-hmm. one and then you went oh. to Cafe Liria. I really want to go there. Cafe Liria is so good. I actually have been there a couple of times and it doesn't disappoint. Their espresso is so good. You can tell they have high quality beans. That was so delicious. And that I really liked that I heard the backstory on them and they're like two brothers. They're Greek. Oh, hey, Greek, hey. Greek girl. Are they single? Yeah, they might be. I don't know. I never got to they're meet cute. them, but I actually did see a picture of them. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I know. You can each have one. one. Okay, fine. <laughs> That's kind of my dream. That would be my ideal situation to yeah. find a man that owns a coffee shop. Yes. <laughs> hey, well, if you're listening. Um, yeah, Cafe Liria is so, so good. But honestly, that mocha we had at San Ambrio is so good. <gasps> it's so good. So good. Oh my gosh. They have one in Palm Beach too. I was Do there a few really? weeks ago and oh I never went, but I was thinking about it the whole time. Yum. Oh my gosh. I also, I went to this place over the summer and I just saw that it's going viral on TikTok. It's called Enly. Oh, E-N-L-Y. It? It's in Nolita. And that was one of the best coffees I've had in the city. I just haven't been back since I've lived here. And then one, I think they have like a tiramisu latte. Don't quote me if oh I'm wrong. Oh my God, that They have incredible. something that's going viral on TikTok right now and I need to go try it again. I will go with you. Let's that go. Sounds we should go. Oh, sounds I love so tiramisu. Good. I hope it's tiramisu. I just love a specialty coffee. Me too. It's so delicious. I know. It's just like dessert. I know. And every every place has a little bit different of a tactic or way of making the coffee so it's really cool this is actually my first time having an espresso martini with tequila girl we are tri- switching you over to the good side this I is know. the best way to do it i with get tequila. nervous though look how much is left in yours compared to mine <laughs> i actually will leave the studio like i don't Tipsy. remember what i said <laughs> it's probably better that way it kind of is i, I black out drinking. anyway even if i'm like completely sober really? oh yeah i leave the studio and i'm like what did I just say? I should probably keep drinking then. Oh yeah, sure. Maybe you guys will get something chug. funny out of me. No, I'm kidding. Don't chug. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of want to go into a little rapid fire. Okay. Yeah. Let's do and it. also I say rapid fire, but usually we just like end up talking about something for a little bit. I so if we go that. on a tangent, that's totally fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You let's ready? Let's do it. Favorite childhood memory. The first thing that comes to mind is every Christmas, Christmas Eve, my parents, ooh, there's no kids listening. Just <laughs> no, but, it's okay. Um, every Christmas, my parents would hire a Santa Claus to come in our door, leave presents under the tree, and get on his sleigh and leave. And then once we got a little bit older, they would let us come out and like actually talk to him. Oh my god! But when I tell you, me and my brother believed in Santa until we were 12. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Because it was so believable and every year my dad would sob 
Aww. Yeah. Just like watching us believe in him. And it was just it's so, so special. That is my favorite childhood memory. I love that. I hope no children are listening to this. I hope not podcast. either. <laughs> because I have said some very vulgar yeah, things on here before. <laughs> anyway, I love that. So Me special. and my cousins used to like stay Aww. up all night at the Santa Tracker oh, website or on it. And I think I was such a stubborn, like just... I had to figure out the solution, kid. I would have been on Santa Tracker, like trying to figure out if Santa was there. I would have like totally like gotten to the bottom that of way. it. I am. I love that about you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Best or worst dating story? You can tell either one or if you have both. Ooh. Go for best it. Best or worst dating story? Oh. I'm getting hot. I'm getting sweaty. <laughs> it's getting steamy. Um. Okay. I... I will tell you the worst as of recently. Okay. Oh no, I'm scared. That's no, okay. No, it is okay. So <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Remy approves. Okay, Remy. <laughs> tell it how it is. I get, okay, I'm telling it how it Give is. Give it to the girl. Let me have another sip of this. Yeah, the liquid courage. Shit. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so as we've already talked about, I was in a very long term relationship. So. I honestly have never really dated. Looking mm-hmm. back, I have never actually physically dated anybody other than that specific person. Yeah. And the other relationships I had were all like high school. Right. So this was my first time being an adult dating. And, you know, there was a few guys that had reached out to me post breakup. And I just kind of entertained a few of them for a while, not knowing where they would go. And then <laughs> there was... A specific person I had talked to a lot and you know gone on a lot of dates with and honestly just been around him a lot so I mean I didn't really think we were gonna date date mm-hmm. officially or anything but I was moving to the city he lived here mm-hmm. I didn't want to put any pressure on it so like I kind of backed off from him a little bit and then he just starts blowing me up like crazy blowing me up like typical typical so I just didn't want I have never again I want to be single for a while because I think I need that in my life mm-hmm. um so I just didn't want anything more with him and he starts blowing me up long story short there had been a few weekends where when we had been talking quite a bit he would go ghost mode and I'd just be like, I I don't have time for this. So the next week then he'd call me and we'd chat again and I just didn't really put two and two together. I just wasn't really thinking much on it because again, I wasn't just talking to him or banking on him. So my focus wasn't on him. And then once he started blowing me up, I was like, this is weird. Okay. I'm getting like weird vibes. It was just so hot and cold. And then I kind of just was like, dude, you're being weird. I called him out on it. I'm very forward. And then I had met a mutual friend of his and just, we, we really didn't have many friends in common. So I had met a mutual friend of his and asked a little question. And she was like, Brittany, he has a girlfriend of like seven years. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. No. I'm not kidding. Yeah. And I'm so, I guess I just was so naive to... I don't know. He doesn't post anything. He's hardly on social media. Oh my gosh, I kind of flag. I thought that was a green flag though, because I'm like, okay, this same. Is great. I love when people aren't on social yeah. media. I thought it was a green flag. So here I am, just naive to it. I don't know. Yeah. I believe the best in people, and then this 
person told me he had a girlfriend of seven years, so I literally called him out on it. And he was like, no, I don't. No, I don't. Yuck. <laughs> I was like, okay, dude, either way, I'm not interested in you, but at least be honest. Yeah. Well, first of all, sketch ball. Sketch. Second of all, I feel like whenever you have to force something, that's whenever it like isn't worth your time or energy Never. because I've been in so many situations where I felt like I've had to like chase or force something mm-hmm. and you just can't do that you because no. it's not worth it at no. the end like you need somebody that's willing to chase you oh, but yeah, no. going back to the ghost mode yeah and so him just like popping out of nowhere because yeah. you weren't giving him the time of day you yeah, weren't gonna no. chase after him no never chase ladies never no Women fall in love whenever they're exposed to somebody, whenever they can make a connection with somebody. Men fall in love whenever they're absent. And I thought that that was so interesting because it kind of puts a lot into perspective. It does. And I think that's why no contact is so important after a breakup or whenever, you know, maybe you need to focus on yourself or whatever because I think that just helps you focus on you and not on the relationship as much and instills confidence into you. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, but also fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, actually. I hope his girlfriend finds out somehow. But I I agree. We agree on this. I know we agree on this. That you should never be the one to tell the girl. Never, never, never. It always ends badly. Never, never, never. One, you don't know if they have some agreement. Two, you don't know if they know and they just want to be oblivious. Yeah, I would. I just, I don't get it. But if he's doing it to me, he's doing it to other girls. So I feel bad for his girlfriend. I don't even know who she is. Like I tried finding her, couldn't find her. So even if I wanted to reach out to her, I couldn't. I don't know who she is. Yeah. (sighs) So he doesn't put, yeah. Scumbag. Whatever. Well. Uh, Trust me, that thank god i found that out because i was already having the ick from this guy and i'm just like you're disgusting you are disgusting i just don't get how these people do it what a rude awakening though it was it was kind of a rude awakening so i honestly for a while was just like i'm good i don't i don't want another man i'm good right now (laughs) i'm good with me i'm good with me yeah but honestly since then i've had a lot of good dating stories yeah a lot of good dating stories i know again you have the roster and they're providing entertainment for sure (laughs) if it's nothing serious at least you're getting entertained yeah i mean this is the thing right i know so many good men friends my dad my brother so i know that there's good men out there so don't be discouraged, ladies. Yeah. There's always good men. I am so for men. I don't like to bash men. Oh, I'm not a man hater either. Me I think either. for a while in my life I was. Yeah, it's easy to be. I mean, especially like what I'm telling you this yeah. story and like after my relationship, I could easily be a man hater, but I'm not because I know so many good men. Me too. Me too. And I think they kind of get the short end of the stick sometimes they do. because there's some really good guys out there. And then if you generalize everybody into this category, yeah. then you're just contributing to the problem. Yeah. 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 We're four men. Go <laughs> we men. We love men. <laughs> we love men. But most importantly, ourselves first. We love ourselves. <laughs> We love God. We love ourselves yeah, and men. Absolutely. That's, that is the way it should go. Always. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I love that. So, um, coffee preference. Coffee preference. Black or with all the fixings? Yeah, I'm not a black coffee girl. I will drink it if I have to, but I am all for a latte. 
Me too. My go-to is a caramel latte with oat milk. Very light caramel. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. I like caramel so much more than vanilla. What's your opinion on Starbucks? Because I feel like you're a craft coffee girl. That is a good question. I mean, you know, Starbucks is everywhere, so I'm always okay with it right but i have very specific instructions when i'm at starbucks because i know the drill and i'm like if you don't get this right i will make you remake this no just <laughs> I will i'm not that life. harsh <laughs> i'm not that harsh if you but fuck I up do. my name on the cup <laughs> oh my gosh shit is going down no i'm nice to starbucks baristas love you guys but um <laughs> i yeah i do give specific orders at starbucks very annoying like extra ice it's one okay. pump i'm that girl because if not then they literally will put a hundred pumps of vanilla or caramel in your drink and it's disgusting i agree It'll but the coffee headache. itself could be better yeah i feel like nothing hits like an airport starbucks yes but other than that i don't think i would yeah i mean if i have there. to i will but yeah, yeah no do you make coffee at home? I do. I'm a big Nespresso girl. Ooh. I love my Nespresso. I also have had a Breville, the at-home espresso machine, and those are amazing. That's like the best espresso you can get at home, in my opinion. Uh-huh. I just don't, I don't have room for it on my counter, so mm. my Nespresso is really good. Love that, but yeah, the Breville is probably the best route to go at home. I love Nespresso. Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy. good. It's so easy. So good. Pop it on. They do a really good job. Yeah. Right there. I like the stores too. Oh, love the store. The store so in Soho is unreal. I've been. It's so good. You have to go. I go. Yeah, you should. I need an espresso machine. First. <laughs> yes. yes. I don't have one in the Get store, one there. Oh, That's yeah. where I got mine. Yeah, I'll go buy it. Yeah. But I'd go. Favorite hangout spot in New York? Ooh, that's a good question. I guess it just depends on what the vibe is but honestly i go to emmett's on grove we you have a standing a reservation every tuesday night that's iconic and it's just such good vibes in there it's very neighborhood vibes yeah very local everyone knows us in there we love them oh my god they kill it cute i've never yeah been. that is my, probably my favorite go-to spot for a chill situation yeah yeah most memorable night in the city Ooh, that's a really really good question most memorable night i would say so it was actually right before i officially moved here okay wait no no, no i'm going back so my most memorable night in new york is probably this last december Every year we do a girls trip with like my mom and some of my best friends and their moms. This is a hometown group. And so I was obviously moving here and we were all together. So much fun. We did, we were staying at the Equinox Hotel and then we went to the Rockettes show at, I think it was like eight o'clock. And then afterwards went to Carbone and shut down Carbone with all of the staff members taking limoncello shots. What? It was literally 2 a.m. taking limoncello shots. I'm with my mom and with my girls. We had the time of our lives, belly laughing. Aww. I have videos with all the staff members. The cute guy with his red glasses, if any of you know him, I forget his name. He was on the Bad Bunny music video. Yes. <laughs> He's so Aww. cute. I can't think of his name. But they were just like bringing us limoncello and 
just having the time of our lives. Wait, it was so special. That is so cool. It was so special. That is like a New York moment. It was a New York moment. And then on our way home, we got stuck in the elevator in Equinox Hotel and we're like freaking out. We're all drunk off our asses, <laughs> cracking up. And we're like, oh my God, we're stuck. We're like calling the front desk and it comes out. We didn't even press the button. We were no. just stuck in the elevator <laughs> because we were too drunk. Oh my God. Yeah, the elevator wasn't broken. No. <laughs> like took y'all that long to figure yeah. it out. Mm-hmm. It took us like 10 minutes. I cannot imagine the belly laugh we were after that. belly laughing. It was so fun. Those are the best nights. The best nights. Whenever you can look back and just remember how giddy and how much you were laughing. It's so centering and it just like brings you back into just... Why we're here on earth. It's like to make these connections and to have these like long lasting friendships and make these memories. I think that's beautiful. And again, going back to how special it is to be from a small town where our moms are all friends and then all of us girls are all friends. It's so special. So yeah, we're already planning our trip for this December. Oh my gosh. Back to the city. (laughs) Equinox Hotel. I know. Round two. I know. I love that. So fun. So fun. Have you ever fangirled over someone? Ooh, I have. And it's a very random person. And my friends that were with me will laugh. So I am definitely, I'm definitely not wowed by many people, but we were at, we were wine tasting one day. Okay. And for those of you who have been, there's a winery in Paso Robles called Austin Hope. Have you ever had that one no but i know that there's like a lot of great wine that comes out of that region yeah yeah so if you haven't tried it try austin hope anyways you know i'm a little bit of a wine nerd so we're there doing a wine tasting and they were like do you guys want to meet austin he's here and i look at my mom and dad i'm like all my friends are you kidding me i have to meet austin hope and by the way we had been to like four wineries before this so i am I definitely have some liquid courage. Uh-huh. He comes out, you guys. I like squeal like a little girl. <laughs> and I'm like, Austin Hope, oh my God. And he's looking at me like, this girl's crazy. <laughs> but that is the biggest fangirl mom I've ever had. That is so amazing. And you have to try the wine. We are going to have a wine night. Oh, let's do and that's it. That's going to be the wine of choice. It is one of my absolute Wine and chocolate. Favorite. I've been like really so into good. that vibe yes. lately. Let's do it. Let's do it. But yeah, that's probably my biggest fangirl moment. I've ever had. I'm obsessed. <laughs> Austin Hope, if you're listening. Yeah, I love you guys. Sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw that you were with Gwen Powell recently. Oh my God. That's my celebrity crush. Is it really? I was like actually freaking out. That is so funny. Yeah. I wanted to wait to tell you. Yes. In this very moment. So one of my like really good girlfriends, Sophie, she's, I don't know her specific job title, but she is <laughs> she very, she's very high up in Aloe. Oh, and cute. so she kind of runs the influencers mm-hmm. and actors and everyone that comes into the Aloe gym in LA. So we, yeah, we were all together last weekend. It's it so, so cute. Fun. The Aloe gang is like, the, gang is the blood runs thick. Yeah. I saw like Jake Shane and him yeah. and like, uh, who else? <laughs> Tate McRae. They like yes, all hang out together. I, I think know. it's adorable. Yeah, the LA one is pretty stacked with people that go into those classes. The shaking I of love the Pilates our New York one too. I keep seeing videos of oh everybody my gosh, shaking. I did see that video of Jake Shane shaking. It was hilarious. It's so real though. It's so real. It's so hard. 
but I do love our aloe in New York too. They're, yeah, we've got great people. You've been slaying. Thank I've been you. Looking at all of your videos, I've, literally this whole episode, I'm like, you're slaying. Slay. <laughs> I love you. Slay, 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 I love slay. you. Slaying all over the place. Okay, if your life had a theme song, what would it be? Okay. I would say that my theme song would be My Way by Frank Sinatra. Love. I was on a boat in Italy this summer and having a moment, we went with my closest family friends who are like my family, my parents and I, and then my cousin, Michaela, and we were on our boat in the middle of the ocean heading to Capri and we play that song and I, we just all start sobbing. Aww. Best song ever. <laughs> but I would like to claim that that's my song. Okay. It's yours. Okay. I'm happy about that. <laughs> it just talks about like... I'm probably not the one that should grant it to you, but it's yours. You I don't know it. if you're familiar with that song. You sing it. You'll have to listen have to, to the it. lyrics. Okay. <laughs> basically, it just... I cannot sing. I'm. You guys don't want to hear this. But basically, it just talks about how he... At the end of it... He did it his way and it wasn't the perfect way, mm-hmm. but he battled through and he's got lots of stories to tell. Absolutely. It's a very empowering song. It makes me cry. I lo- I think that is such a good choice. Thank you. And I think it definitely just shows your resilience yes. and who you are as a person in this new chapter of life Absolutely. that you've embarked on. It is empowering. It's beautiful. Okay. <laughs> Number one tip for cultivating meaningful friendships. So I moved away from home and for six or seven years and I lost touch with a lot of friends mm-hmm. that really mattered to me. Not for any other reason, but just because I was busy and my focus was elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But when I came out of that and was able to reassess my life, I realized the people that did matter to me and... I came to them and I was honest with them and I asked for forgiveness. So yeah, I would say communication and just being like vulnerable with your friends. And if they're a good friend, they're going to forgive you. And if not, then the friendship maybe wasn't meant to be, but yeah, Mm -hmm. you're always going to know who your true friends are by being honest and open and being able to like mess up and come back together and, yeah, I feel like that's been a big lesson for me the last year. I think that's like so spot on because I think the friends that rely on you for their own joy or their own, mm-hmm. I guess, reassurance, yeah. those aren't really the people that you want to surround yourself Absolutely. with. You want people that are self-aware mm-hmm. and understand that yeah. life gets in the way sometimes yeah. and people are on different chapters of life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like reconciliation and reunions are really a beautiful thing that they should be cherished. Are, yeah. And, you know, there's, we're all adults and we all have so much going on. Just like being able to understand that about your friends and giving them room for just their own life. That's the way to be the best friend ever. And then once, you know, you all get together, that might be once a month or once a year, whatever it is. It's a beautiful friendship because you guys are able to give each other space and time. Everyone's going through so many different things at once. But the strong friendships always make it through. Yeah. And you can never judge a book by its cover, you know, even though these people that we've been friends with for so long are posting 
engagements yes. or big life events yeah. or just this highlight reel. Yeah. Even if you're not an influencer, like just posting these yeah. very big life moments, you mm-hmm. never really know what's going on behind the scenes. You so. really don't. You really yeah. don't. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. I would say out of all my all my friends, I have a lot of different groups of friends from different walks of life and different situations in life. Out of every single one of those groups and friends, I think I'm genuinely the only one that's single. That is a good point because I realized this recently too. Mm -hmm. I think it's also a really beautiful thing whenever you can cherish the friendships where everybody is on a completely different chapter, but we still all come together together. and fill them in on like all the craziness or the wedding preparation or, you know, whatever it is that people are going through. I think it's really, really amazing to all support one another in all life's different journeys it's it's the best yeah Yeah. it's the best it's i mean i'm literally flying home next week for one of my best friend's baby showers and then yeah i have so many weddings and bachelorettes coming up this year but yeah it's it's so special because they care just as much about what i'm doing oh you're the source of entertainment. <laughs> I am. No, I'm actually the source of entertainment. It's kind of fun. It is so fun. I'm like, here, I'll give you guys some more tea. You don't want to even like, let go of that moment, <laughs> yeah, though. It's like, I know. it's fun to be the source of entertainment. It really is. It is for a little bit. I actually saw this TikTok not too long ago, and my friend who was in like a very long-term relationship sent it to me, and it was like, <laughs> that friend that has all these random connections that like you don't really know what yeah. they're talking about, yeah. but they all have like a different nickname, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. like this guy just going on, it was like you know that guy that I met in like Mumbai and like, <laughs> like it was just like the most random shit That's and me, I was my just friends. yes absolutely <laughs> I love that for you it's so fun it is so fun I love it well speaking of fun I have one last question for you Yay, I love questions if you were to drink a martini in a bikini where would you be and what would you be drinking Ooh. well I am going to Cabo in two weeks oh my gosh but I would have to <laughs> Side note, I would have to change it up and be in the Bahamas, favorite place to go, Bahamas. Okay. And I would be drinking a margarita or an espresso martini with tequila. Love. Because I can't do vodka. I'm a psychopath. Oh my gosh. No, you're not. I'm a big tequila girl too. Yeah. So a martini with tequila. I like this better. This is so good. This is so much better. So much better. The vodka is too potent. Yes. In a regular yes. espresso martini. Also, tequila is an upper, so you always Woo-hoo. feel better. So you have a double upper with the espresso, with the espresso and the tequila. You're going to be high on life. Yeah. We're just <laughs> high on life. We are We're high living on life. life. <laughs> yeah, I would be in the Bahamas for sure. Love that for you. Yeah. Well, this was so fun. So fun. We'll have to do this again. I love this. I'll we'll have to come back and report back on. Hopefully it wasn't as awkward. As oh my I... gosh. No, this <laughs> was so fun. I feel like we just had a party. I know, me too. It just feels like we're at coffee talking. <laughs> and that's exactly what I told you. We were like running yeah. around the other day, like taking photos yeah. on the library side. And we were just talking about the episode and the recording. And I was like, you it's going that. to be exactly... We're yeah, going to forget that there's different. cameras, lights. I did forget for Remy's a little bit. Been here. Hi, Remy. <laughs> I did forget for a little bit, to be honest. I know. So fun. It's so fun. Thank you for having oh me. Oh my gosh, absolutely. If you want to share socials, how okay. people can be friends, how they can stay in touch with everything that you're doing, yes. feel free to let everyone so know. So my handle on Instagram and TikTok is the same. It's Brit Will with three L's. And then I do have a YouTube channel. 
and I believe that is Brittany Will with three L's. Nice. I could be wrong. Your or YouTube just, or is it so might be good. Will too. Y'all have Brit to follow too. her, subscribe on YouTube because your <laughs> vlogs are so good. And I know it takes you a long time to edit that it's because that is so much content it's and so it's much. so entertaining. And you're always doing the best, I like really, most fun really things. Love YouTube. Yeah, I'm so excited for you. Thank you. I feel like this YouTube chapter is just. <laughs> chef's guess thank you so much well thank you for coming on Brittany of course this was again so, so fun. fun and cheers cheers Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> bye Mwah. guys Blocked. if you like this episode please feel free to like rate and subscribe to Martinis and Bikinis on Spotify or Apple Podcasts it's actually the best way to support the podcast and I will see you guys next week bye bye <laughs>